0: You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom slash agony. The new book by Barbara Feynman Todd is Pretend I'm Not Here. Thank you for joining me, Barbara. Thank you, Rick. This is a book about ghostwriting. So explain in a nutshell, if you're a ghostwriter, how do you approach a project? Somebody says... Write a book about me.
1: (laughs) Okay. So the very first thing I do is I ask what materials are available, what documents are available. Do you have transcripts of speeches? Do you have videos of speeches that I can watch? Do you have other books that you've written? Who actually wrote the books? Who wrote the speeches? Um, how much time do you have for me to sit down with you, interview you? Then I like to transcribe the tapes myself because I get the the language patterns of the celebrity, uh, the subject in my head. Um, I interview other people in the celebrity's life. And then I do a little bit of method acting. I I try to connect on some emotional level. I try to find some entry point. Even if the person is very different from me, you know, they're a man, I'm a woman, they're tall, I'm short, they're young, I'm old, I'm young, they're old, whatever it is. Um, I try to find something. It's often them talking about their children because almost everybody is really lovely about their own children. They have a soft spot for them. Um, It softens them. And so I try to relate to them by finding something about them where I can connect with their compassion. And then I start uh, trying to sketch out a chapter, and I'll have them look at it and ask them if it sounds like them. I'm trying to sound like them, but I calibrate it to make it a slightly better version of them.
0: (laughs) This book takes us through your work with as you tell us in the subtitle of <laughs> the three newspaper icons and one first lady you were at the time with the newspaper icons. you were young uh, when you met some of the titans of the industry,
1: yes, so I was in my i was twenty three years old when I first went to work for Bob Woodward, and I worked for him for four years, the first year in the newsroom for his investigative staff and for him, and then the last three years on a book about the CIA called Veil, vale. And then I went up to New York on his recommendation and helped Carl Bernstein with his book called Loyalties about his parents um, being accused of being communist during the Red Scare. And then uh, two years later, a year later, I went and helped Ben Bradley on his autobiography called A Good Life, Ben Bradley being the executive editor of the Washington Post. Um, And for those three gentlemen, I was their researcher, their nudge. uh, I would interview with, in the case of Ben, I interviewed him extensively. Um, And then later on, I sort of segued into out-and-out ghostwriting, where you're doing most of the writing.
0: Your most famous client was Hillary Clinton. And I think you do a great job of showing us the... How incredibly busy your clients are, yes, these are not people who can't write books. These are people who don't have time to write books, especially right. if they're a first lady
1: right yeah the The three that we mentioned they wrote their own books. I was their mm-hmm. researcher, but with Mrs. Clinton and some other people, it wasn't that they didn't have the capacity to do it, it's they didn't have the time. They barely had time. To you know, sleep, it sounds to like. sleep. Thank you. Yeah, so much less to write a book, which, as you know, takes just day after day button chair uh,
0: focus. I love the way that you weave humor into this book, especially into some of the the scenes that must have been fairly terrifying and painful for you. In particular, when you were called before uh, the Whitewater Committee, this is yeah. <laughs> this so, is not something everybody gets to do.
1: So the the good news is is they said they were going to actually put me on TV in front of the committee. You know, think Anita Hill. And uh, my lawyer ended up talking them out of that. But But what I did have to go through was hours of being deposed by the Senate Whitewater Council, and that was terrifying. I had to hire a lawyer even though I knew nothing. The reason why is because I happened to sleep over at the White House when I was helping Mrs. Clinton on her book, and in a room near the bedroom I was staying in, a secretary discovered some previously missing documents that the Whitewater Committee wanted to see, uh, billing records from Mrs. Clinton's law firm. And they suddenly appeared in a room, or they were discovered suddenly. And this happened to be, unfortunately, when I was sleeping over at the White House, because I was working long hours. And so anybody who'd been in the vicinity, you know, I was in the private residence, the Whitewater Committee was interested in talking to, and so I wanted to just go in there and tell them I had seen nothing, but I was advised against that that um that I could perjure myself just you know by talking too much, even though I knew nothing. so I had to hire a lawyer it was twelve thousand dollars um the pub- yeah. yeah, the publishing house ended up paying for it, but it was it was a stressful week. Let me put it that way. It's very scary being deposed by
0: you know Senate Whitewater folks. I I think this book is a fabulous uh, manual for people who want to become writers. Uh, talk about this book as a, as a textbook for learning how to write, what to do, what not to do.
1: Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's some very practical advice in the book, both in terms of journalism because I teach journalism, um, just getting things right. There's some anecdotes in um, the early chapters about me making silly mistakes. Um, You know, when you make a silly mistake in the newspaper, a million people read it. Um, Yeah, oops. But, you know, I was 23, whatever, we all make mistakes. But I go into techniques of ghostwriting. So I talk about how I do that, how you study voice, how you can use sort of method acting techniques to inhabit another person's skin temporarily, please God. Um, and so there's that runs through the book. But I think the other theme that might be helpful for aspiring writers and young writers is just what the life of a writer really is like. It's not like what we see portrayed necessarily on TV, you know, in a movie, or, you know, Angela Lansbury, you know, in that murder she wrote. She she lived in this bucolic town in Northern California, and uh, well, I guess that's where it was really filmed. But her life wasn't, you know, her life was very easy, and she was a mystery writer. It's not quite like that. It's more like estimated taxes, and, um, you know, serial rejection letters, and Uh, deadlines that come up faster than you had anticipated and editors who are grouchy and worrying about you've got uh, too many gigs now, but next month will you have no gigs? And how do you pace yourself and how do you save money, especially as a young person, if you're not having sort of, you know, a a biweekly check? So it's all those practical things that run through the book as well.
0: The new book by Barbara Feynman-Todd is Pretend I'm Not Here. Thank you for joining me, Barbara.
1: Thank you, Rick.
0: You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotron.com slash agony.